0: Welcome, guys and gals to The Man Talk Show. I'm Connor Beaton, and today we're gonna be talking about how to give you more energy. Now, if you're like most people, you might be feeling a little bit run down, a little bit overwhelmed, a little bit overworked, and a little bit like maybe you have more to-do lists, maybe you have more tasks to do, maybe you have more responsibilities to take care of than you do time and energy in the day. I have been hearing so many people lately saying like, Connor, I feel like I don't have enough time. I feel like time is just moving so quickly and I have so much to do and everything seems to be speeding up. And so if you're one of those people, this episode is going to help you uh, actually manage your energy, energy levels in a very strategic and specific way. And I'm not gonna talk about the basic things. Like, you know, you should be getting the seven to eight hours of sleep every night. You should be eating healthy and you should be drinking a few liters of water every single day. Those are just the foundational things. I'm going to be talking about some more strategic things to actually integrate uh, more things that people don't often talk about because most of the time in the BuzzFeed articles and the Huffington Post articles, that's what you hear. It's like, eat healthier food, get more sleep, and drink more water. And it's like, cool, thank you. I know those things are important. Um, So I'm going to give you some very strategic things to to layer onto that. Because what most people do to try and manage their energies when they feel the dip throughout the day or the week is that they go directly to stimulants. They go directly to caffeine-based drinks or sugar-based drinks or sugary treats to try and give them that spike of energy so that they can push through and get everything done that they need to get accomplished. Now, while that might work uh, for a little while, it can take a very real and significant toll on your body. And the reality is is that most people, the majority of, of people, especially in Western culture, are suffering from uh, adrenal fatigue so their adrenals are getting run down because they are pushing themselves they're getting not enough sleep they are drinking way too much caffeine they have way too much sugar and so their adrenals are constantly overworked and overwhelmed so i uh, just want to give you that preface so before we jump into the four things that I want to give you, I just want to give you a very simple analogy, which is the reminder that your body is so much like the device that you are listening or watching this episode on. Your body is almost identical, actually, in almost, in almost every single way. So if you look at your device, it has three main parts to it. It's got the display, it's got the CPU, and then it's got the battery. Now these are the three core components that allow your device to really function. There's a whole bunch of other small pieces, but these are the really like the, the foundational pillar pieces. Now your body is very much the same way. You've got the sensory inputs, which are your eyes, your ears, so your, your sight, your smell, your sounds, your touch, your taste. Uh, you've got the sensory input. Then you've got the CPU, which is your brain. And then you've got your battery power, which is your fuel source, which is your body. And it, and it produces energy and allows you to function properly. Now, just like your device, your body can lose energy in a few key ways. So your device can very quickly lose energy uh, when it has more uh, intense energy. CPU processes to take care of. So when when your device has to do like video rendering or 3D rendering or you're editing photos, the bandwidth that is required from the CPU is much higher. So that basically the brain of your phone or your computer has to work a lot harder in order to get the job done. And because it has to work a lot harder, it needs more power from the battery in order to function and operate. The cool thing about this is, is that your brain actually works the exact same way, the exact same way. And your body works the exact same way. And so the more uh, processing power that your brain requires, the more energy it requires from your body. So this is important because if you're one of those people that has to make a lot of decisions throughout the day, that requires a ton of processing power. Why? Because it has to run multiple, multiple, multiple simulations. So what happens is when you have to make a decision, your brain thinks, okay, what is it that I need to know? And it'll it'll run through all the different scenarios and simulations that might unfold based on the different decisions that you could make. And then it finally says, that's the one that I'm going to make because it seems you know the last the least risky and the most efficient and effective and so it will choose that option so all the decisions that you make throughout the day all the tasks all the computations that your brain runs throughout the day requires more and more energy so with that in mind let's get into the four things that you need to know in order to maintain proper energy throughout the day and throughout the week. I'm going to give you a fifth one at the end, um, but it's a little obscure and it's a little out there and you'll definitely want to do some research on it before you try it. Uh, And you may not have ever heard of it before and that's okay, Um, but you'll see why at the very end. So step number one is tune into your breath. Now your breath is probably the most important fuel source that your body has. Why? Well, think about it. What can your body not do without for more than 20 minutes? It's oxygen, and so oxygen is the number one fuel source for your body and your mind. Now the problem is is that most people are tired throughout the day, not because they're not getting the proper nutrients and minerals, not because they didn't get enough sleep, but because they're not getting enough oxygen into their body. And this creates a huge challenge uh, throughout the day in maintaining your energy levels. So the way that your breath works really quickly and very simply is that you have your lungs in your chest, behind your ribs, and underneath your lungs sits this big, basically piece of meat called the diaphragm. And when you breathe in, Something really cool happens when you breathe in, your diaphragm drops down and actually pushes down what's called the viscera underneath, which is your intestines and your stomach and everything that's in your belly. So it pushes all that down and it creates room for your lungs to expand and for your rib cage to expand and for oxygen to drop into your lungs. Now the challenge that most people have is that they have absolutely poor posture. And they have a lot of pressure on their diaphragm. They have a lot of pressure on that specific muscle. And so they can't breathe deeply. And so they have very shallow breath. And so they're sitting there slumped, slumped over at their computer all day. They don't stretch out. And they're, because their posture is so bad, it puts pressure on the diaphragm. They can't take a deep breath in. And then because of that, they don't get enough oxygen in. And then their brain can't function As it needs. It doesn't have the energy source that it needs in order to function properly. So, one thing that you can do to rectify that very quickly is either stand up or sit up, very, uh, you know, as, as erect as you possibly can without, you know, looking like a complete fool. And take the fingertips, take your fingertips and actually dig them in right underneath the base of your rib cage on the front of your rib. Right where you think your stomach is. So, right where you think your stomach is, underneath your rib cage, you push your fingertips right up and underneath there a little bit, and you try and breathe into your fingertips. And you can actually feel your diaphragm. Now, you don't want to push your fingertips in too hard because you might feel some pressure and some tension, some knots in your diaphragm. Your diaphragm can get knots just like your shoulder, uh, just like your shoulder muscles, and that can prevent you from breathing deeply. So. Breathe in that space and feel that diaphragmatic muscle, feel that diaphragm breathing, and allow yourself to breathe in as as much as you can, but as comfortably as you can in that space. Do that a few times a day, especially if you sit at a desk, you'll want to stand up and do this once or twice a day, and they can exponentially help you take deeper breaths in. Uh, And help you uh, allow your body to relax so it can take a deeper breath in, which is going to give you the oxygen that you need, which is, again, just as important, if not more important, than water and food. So that's number one. Uh, If you want to do a breathing exercise, what I recommend is breathe in for the count of three and exhale for the count of six. So breathe in, two, three, and exhale for the count of six. And do that exercise. So in for three, hold for one, out for six, hold for one, in for three, hold for one. And that exercise can help you just reoxygenate your blood and your body, bring some awareness back to your breath. And you can do this a few times a day to help your breathing. You could also check out Wim Hof Breathing, which is absolutely impressive. I'm not going to explain it on here because I want to have them on the podcast uh, to break it down for you, and I'm working on that, uh, so stay tuned. Step number two is is actually get unstagnant. Get unstagnant. Now, what I mean by that is that so many people, when they feel their energy levels drop, they become more stagnant. They feel they feel very complacent, and so they'll lay down, or not not to sleep. They'll lay down and you know scroll through Instagram or through Facebook or you know turn on a YouTube video or whatever. Get unstagnant. When you feel low energy levels, move around. Let your body move. Let yourself go for a walk. Leave your phone at your desk. Go for a three-minute walk in the neighborhood, through the office, in nature, wherever you are and just breathe and just take it in and allow yourself to reground and recenter, feel back into your diaphragm and and become unstagnant. When you come back to the office, one of the things that I love to do uh, after I take that quick little break is actually do as many burpees as I can, maybe like 25, 30 burpees. You could just pop out like 10 pushups or 20 pushups or 50 or however many you'd like to do, but do something physical so you can get the blood flowing back in your body. That can be more effective more effective the breathing and the physical activity than going to drink a cup of coffee i guarantee you and it'll maintain your energy levels in a much more simple way number 3 is cold showers for the mornings i mean i recommend cold showers every day i take cold showers every day and they have a they have a ton of health benefits um, but take cold showers, especially if you're feeling low energy. This is really helpful if you're an entrepreneur and you work at home or near a shower. If you work in, you know, in a corporate job, it might be a little bit more challenging. But you can try taking cold showers first thing in the morning. They help wake your body up. They help wake your mind up. And they actually really help to, uh, to, to calm down your autonomic nervous system, especially first thing in the morning. So you can take a shower A Cold shower, first thing in the morning, do some breathing exercises in that space. Not Wim Hof in the shower, but just breathing and finding a sense of peace. Uh, And they can be one of the most energizing things that you can do throughout the day. Step number four is find music that gives you motion and movement. Now, some people will listen to very calming music throughout the day uh, or they won't listen to music at all. But what I have found is that in order to get in a flow state, you need to be able to have proper music. I just find it to be so helpful. So I actually have curated playlists that allow me to, that help me get into a flow state. And I have a specific playlist for low energy. It's something that allows me to feel that movement within my body, within my mind. And it can just start to pick things up when you have that fuzziness in your brain. So you might want to try binary beats. You might be an EDM person, uh, which is you know gonna help you actually move. I would recommend staying away from music with lyrics because what can end up happening is your brain will actually attach to the lyrics subconsciously and it'll be trying to follow along with the lyrics. It can be very distracting and it'll cause you to feel like you're trying to multitask which might drain a little bit more energy. So try and listen to music without lyrics. Try and listen to something a little bit more upbeat and allow yourself to find that motion in your music. Now the last piece the bonus is something called polyphasic sleep. Now, polyphasic sleep is something that has been used by a lot of very successful people like Nikola Tesla and Thomas Jefferson and Thomas Edison, just to name a few. And basically what it is, is compressing your sleep cycle into a very short period and forcing your body to go into REM very quickly. Now, what what it does is, is, and there's different forms of it, there's different forms of polyphasic sleep. So I'm just going to describe the one that I personally tried. Uh, And basically what it is, is that, I compressed my sleep between 1 a.m. and 5.30 a.m. And that gave me a four and a half hour sleep window. And then throughout the day, I would do a 25-minute nap in the the sort of like late morning and a 25-minute nap in the late afternoon. So in total, you're getting about five and a half hours of sleep, uh, which doesn't sound like a lot. But eventually, after a couple of weeks, your body actually gets used to that amount of sleep. And so you actually have more time in the day to get everything accomplished that you need to get accomplished. Now, I want to give you a few warnings about this. First and foremost, if you have heart or lung problems, this is not something that you want to try uh, because it is very taxing on your body for the first few weeks as your body gets used to it. Now, it's it's also not for everybody. I tried it. I found that I, you know, I had about the same amount of energy levels but I was a little bit more miserable because I like my sleep. I like getting seven to eight hours of sleep and at the time it was very disturbing for my partner. They hated the fact that I was you know, staying up until one o'clock in the morning and then getting up at 5.30 in the morning. It was disruptive for their sleep. So it might not be for everybody, but if you're on the extreme and you wanna try something extreme to, to have more time throughout the day, then definitely do research. Do research. Research polyphasic sleep. Find a form of polyphasic sleep because there's eight different cycles that you can try. Find a form of polyphasic sleep that's gonna work for you and then actually try and implement that. So that's what I have for you today. Just a quick reminder, it was your breath, cold showers, uh, un- I almost forgot it. Unstagnate yourself and find motion, find music that gives you motion and movement. So, thanks so much for tuning in today. I'm Connor Beaton signing off, and I will see you next week.